Welcome back to another episode of Chapel's Corner. In honor of Black History Month coming to a close, I wanted to make today's episode a discussion concerning Black history. Okay, authentic or true Black history. Something that you can't really get everywhere. Something that you get bits and pieces of, but you never really get the um, entire truth of. This is especially for anybody who's a lover of history, which in school, I never thought history was dope at all. It it really seemed boring to me. But the more I realized as I got older that the truth of this world, the truth of life, you know, as far as, um, I guess you could say understanding things or perspective, how much perspective is everything, you start to realize that books have been tampered with. To this day, they're still being tampered with. And one of the new things that they're starting to do in these history books is, um, they're starting to cut back uh, the timeline. So when I was in school and I was doing a history, they probably would go way back to uh, maybe like 1804, industrial age and all that stuff. But now these days, like, it's really short. They're probably taking it from, like, JFK to Obama or something, you know. And um, one of the biggest controversies that was going on within the past, I want to say two going on three years, because I remember I, I was definitely doing a podcast and this would be my third year of broadcasting. I remember it was sometime in that time frame, there was that movement that was going forth where it was now altering history books to say that slavery was not a forced uh, thing. It wasn't a bad thing. It was it was a choice that the slaves or so-called slaves were not slaves. They were workers and they were workers who by choice chose to come to America for job opportunity, job opportunity. This is what is this was being done. But when I'm talking about the books being changed, the history being rewritten, I ain't just talking about little small details like that so much as I'm talking about like real big, like real feel, holy, holy feel stuff. And in all honesty, can no race on this earth or, or nationality deny that the only race that walks around this planet, no matter what nation they're from, I don't even care if they have a, even me myself, who's uh, my, my family, my people come from the island of Haiti or from the island of Hispaniola, from the, from the side of it that is Haiti, okay? I know for a fact that uh, even those people feel like they have an identity. Haitians feel like they have an identity. Jamaicans feel like they have some kind of identity or a culture, which is true. But at the same time, there was something before Haiti and there was something before Jamaica. You know, and there was something for Dominica, uh, Puerto Rico. There was something for all these islands, okay? And the truth be told, a lot of the a lot of the colors that you're seeing in a lot of these islands, um, these people was not originally that color. Like Brazilians, if you see if you if you see the Brazilians that they market to you today, uh, I guess you could say in any kind of advertisement, in any kind of movie, they'll make them more whitewashed. Okay, same thing with um, Bollywood. Bollywood has become more whitewashed. You, what I mean by that is you'll see more uh, blended down or diluted Indians, brown people. They call it, refer to themselves as the brown people. And you'll see yourself more whitewashed Brazilians, meaning like the bloodline have been tampered with as in that's not the true color of them. But if you go down to Brazil, you'll see people as dark as you and as, as dark as any uh, black person from brown to, to dark. You know, same way if you go to Asia, everybody thinks people in Asian cultures is just yellow. But there's Asian people, I mean, in every continent of Asia that can get as brown, you know what I'm saying, and as damn near dark as as an Indian person or myself, a person of African, African-American African descent, okay? So when Bollywood started whitewashing 
a lot of the old Bollywood actors who was of, of more melanated complexion, the more browner skin was, the more authenticated face of India, you know, was getting replaced with these more whitewashed faces because image is everything. And they're having green eyes and they're having blue eyes and all of this. The Bollywood uh, former actors were saying, uh, this this is some BS. You know what I'm saying? Like, clearly, y'all don't want people to see, you know, the, what India really looked like because y'all keep doing these things. So going back to the black person, though, I mean, eventually they said African-American. But before you was African-American, you was a, you was a, you was a nigga. I can say that because I'm a black woman. You was a coon. You, you black. You know what I'm saying? Which black is a color. Black is black is not even associated with a with a place. It's not associated with an origin. The origin is not associated with a nationality. You know what I'm saying? If I'm Haiti, if I'm Haitian, I can say I'm from Haiti. You know, Jamaica. I'm from I'm from Jamaica. Italian. My people from Italy. I'm German. Germany. You have you have some kind of you know. And even the more European countries have more of a rooted history. Black people is just like. And if you're in the South, the earliest history you're going to hear people from the sticks tell you if they're black because they can't, they're not going to say Haiti, Jamaica because they look at us black people as foreigners. You know what I'm saying? That's how divided we are as a black people. They're going to sit there and say that they people from the sticks. And when they, when you want to get deeper than that, you know what they're going to say? They, they, that they great, great, great daddy and somebody was a sharecropper. That's what they got. This, this is where we're going to go down the history. This is what you're going to say. And then if you go further from that, before they were sharecroppers, they were slaves. Right? That's all we got. Okay. Now, <clears throat> Some of us, even if you do have a cultural identity, Haiti, Jamaica, Puerto Rico, wherever you're from, Grenada, I don't care where you're from. Not say I don't care, but pick where you're from. Some of us, even if you're African-American, you still can't go back like 10 generations and say, this is my great, 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 great. You don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. You don't know. You can't trace out no tree. Okay, You can't trace out no tree. And so black people... um, more than any other race, more than any other nationality, nationality got that uh, orphan syndrome. You know that 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 who am I? You know who, where did I come from? And you know identity freaking crisis is pretty much what um, African Americans have. And then when you want to know who you are, you know where we do. I mean before before African Americans hit a book, because that's where the true history is. See, reading is fundamental, fucking mental, yo. Okay, reading is fundamental. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm going to tell you why in a minute, but it is, you know, one of the biggest jokes, running jokes of all time, and it's still true to this day, especially as we're getting into a visual, digital uh, age where you just want to see everything, you know, I could shorten it for me, put it in a video, make it fun, make it entertaining, put a filter on that bitch, you know what I'm saying, let's red light challenge that shit, you know, and the generation when we're looking for stuff like that to stimulate the mind and people are, are moving less and less away from books, and even if they're still readers, more people don't like physical book anymore. They want they want the they want the book on the screen. My point is, um, the running joke was always if you want to hide something from black people, you know what I'm saying? If you want to hide anything from black people, put it in a book. Okay? And that's exactly what they did. They sat there and the truth of who the hell you are is pieced together in so many different books, but if you know where to go, you could just put them on dot it out. But since we don't do that, or since our people wasn't taught to do that, because especially the slaves here in the South, when they came here, what was the first thing they did? What the first thing they told the blacks? You can't read. Why, why would you tell the people they can't read? They, they ain't read it, and you, and you better not be caught reading that daggone Bible. Okay, we're going to talk about that too. Okay, we, you better not, especially African American, be caught reading that Bible. We're going to tell you what to say, you know, as, as a matter of fact. And we're going to tell you how to interpret it. Is, as a matter of fact, is what's going to happen. And more importantly, don't you read. We better not ever catch you. We'll kill you to read. And then by the time the slaves got free, 
and they was able to uh, vote and stuff, what happened? Oh, they couldn't even read to fill out an application. Then somebody could fill it out for the next thing you know, it was a great, great granddaddy clause and all this other, every single thing to stop you from basically getting educated because knowledge is power, okay? But one thing the black person or the African-American community does not have is a real or, or is not empowered with or, or is the true knowledge of self, man. That's one thing you've been completely robbed of. And if African-American people knew more of who they were, okay, what they have accomplished, I'm, I, I can almost guarantee you, if you think this culture that we brought forth right now, if you think this is lit, you, I can only, only imagine and tell you what, what, how much more amazing we could be as a culture. But we're asleep and we dead, you know what I'm saying, because that's how it was designed to be. Now, moving forward, you have to wonder why you're going to oppress the people from going into books and, and, and searching for the truth because the truth is in the books. So when you can't read or, you, or, you, or you're not taught to find your identity in books to read this book and that book, when they're not pointing you where to go, NASA or whoever, right? What happened to us here and all this? Why are we so lost and why are we so condemned and cursed and whatever? Who are you going to ask? You're going to ask NASA. And NASA done put together all kind of movies Child, if you forgot about Roots, Master done put together for you 12 years a slave. If Master, if you, if you didn't get it with 12, uh, 12 years a slave, you, he done gave you too many damn movies for you to, to remember the only history he wants you to remember. If you want to have any of if you want to remember where you are from, the best origin the white man's going to give you is slavery. Okay? Slavery. And then you got the Coon House Negroes who got the money, found out the truth of knowledge, and you know what they did? Shit like Oprah did. Still keep... Let me tell you something. Color Purple is a great movie. Beloved is a great movie and all of that. But damn, Oprah, I, I know you know the truth. I know you know better and I know you got the money. Them people ain't gonna let you do it, though. They ain't gonna let you wake up the black masses. Because once you start talking, right, you start blacking, um, waking up the black masses, they start messing with you, okay? We, are, we ain't gonna talk about all that right now, though. But long story short, here come Oprah. This motherfucking, uh, <clears throat> what do you call it? <laughs> Miss Sophia Rose and... And all the and, and then she did the uh, the women on Beale Street. All of them is all of that is meant to just tra- trauma you. Oh my God! Oh, oh we oh look what we overcome. Oh, thank you, love. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. That's wonderful. But it can't be everything about your history was pain. It can't be everything about your history was blistered feet, picking cotton all damn day in the blistering ass sun while Massa was over there raping on. It, it wasn't nothing better than that on ever, ever? not ever. Okay, and then so you had some black people that just started going back further because they, they couldn't accept that either. And I could I wouldn't accept that either. You know, that that doesn't make any sense, you know. And uh they went to Egypt. And Egypt was another place that people started to and they stopped there though. You see, the ones that started running Egypt and Kemet, they went there and they stopped there. And they said, Oh my god, well Egypt was this great race and it was a, such a magical people and, and such an advanced civilization and and to this day, in Egypt, and Nefertiti, and the pyramids, and all this mystery, and we're mystical people, and goddess, and god child. I'm not even trying to make fun of anybody that believes in that. I don't, I, I'm not here for that. You know, everybody's entitled to believe whatever they want to believe. But every time you go there, when you go there, they, they just stop there. There's way more, there's way more deeper black history than that. And that's what I want to talk about tonight. Um, I want to say the reason why I'm inspired to do this episode tonight is because I was scrolling through social media and I really wasn't even thinking about this, but I seen a comedian on Facebook and I believe his name is Ike Slim something, right? And he does one of the, well, the one that I seen, cause I don't really follow this guy. He just happened to pop up 
Um, he was eating fufu, which is African. He's an African comedian. He was eating fufu, which is an African dish. And he did that split screen thing on TikTok where he watches other people and then commentaries or comments on what they're doing. Like other people, a lot of people do that and they make it a little funny. It's funny. Long story short, he's eating fufu too, watching other people eat fufu, and all their reactions are pretty much like they didn't like the fufu, right? And then um, it was a black person. Well, first it was a black girl who tried it. She didn't like it. Then it was an African-American male who tried it. He didn't, they didn't like it. So after the second, after the first two who were African-American, but American, African-American, not African from Africa, black African-American, he paused the video and he made comments as far as uh, people uh, disrespecting their own and uh, going out their way to go on social media or something like that to uh, dis uh, degrade their own people, whatever, for likes or whatever. Then he said he wanted to take a moment. He said he was going to pause and take a moment to thank his ancestors for being fast enough or running fast enough so that they escaped slavery and weren't caught. Basically, I'm so glad my ancestors were so smart and fast that they were not caught up by the slave trade. Basically, it was your ancestors was dumb, slow, whatever, and that's why y'all got caught up in the slave trade. And I said, wait a minute. Now, he said, now, 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 that job is going to I'm free speech ter. I'm free speech ter too. Everybody has freedom of speech. I'm opinionated as well. You all know that. But at the same time, you got to know your history. You got to do your fact checking, bro. And for you to be a person of African descent, like from Africa, know who you are from Africa, and people from Africa are really proud, and they should be, you know. And the reason why they're proud and they sometimes feel a little bit better in regard to blacks here and blacks from other nationalities, even myself, Asian, is because they really feel like they know more of who they are. They're more uh, having more identity of who they are. They're going to tell you they're from here, from the Congo, from this, from this tribe, from the titi. Tell the if they're a prince. They're going to tell you it all. They have more of an identity. They know that their tribes go down three, four, five hundred years. You understand what I'm trying to say? Even if they can't go thousands of years, they, they can tell you. Even if they're from the tribe of Shaka, they're going to tell you, okay? So, and then they come here and they feel like, so lost. Look at y'all. So, so you know, yeah. You know, not every single one. I'm not going to say that. But I think we all encountered one. And so, if you haven't, I'm telling you about this guy. He, he made this comment. I could never judge him overall over this comment. But I had to address the comment, even in my heart. I'm like, wait a minute. So, this African really doesn't understand that it was really other fellow Africans that helped the white man, the Portuguese man, and the Arab Muslim. They literally helped them by selling us, our African ancestors. They sold us at one point for filthy lucre's sake to them to go cast abroad. It is so real, y'all, that a Ghani, a president from Ghana, I think about somewhere within the last 10 years, I want to say, made a public apology to, to blacks abroad, not even blacks in the States, blacks abroad all over America, because y'all shouldn't even be there. Y'all scattered, first of all, okay? N none of these real nations is really probably where you was from. Your ancestors was deposited there, and then when slavery was over, they didn't ship y'all back. So we all just pretty much stayed where we were, are, and this is us a hundred or something or so years later, okay? That's pretty much what happened. And the ones who's over there who still have, they never left. Okay, so bottom line, he apologized for his ancestors being so greedy and so foul and evil and selling us 
to um, over here in the States and he sees how we're suffering, please come back home. There was, they're still offering uh, money. I'm talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, free land, beautiful house. Just come here. We're going to set you up because y'all suffering in y'all in these other, other countries and it's our fault, right? Anybody will tell you, if you do your history, you'll start to see that the leaders, it wasn't just the regular peasants. It was the kings and the people of the, on top. They all conspired, got together and said, shit, we can make a lot of money on this. And they started to help to sell us off, okay? This is what you call to this day the house Negro mentality, and it still exists. So when I sat there and I said, I said, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> I told him, I had to pause. I said, listen, I said, I said this man just said he going to thank his ancestors for being the fastest or running fast enough so that they were not caught up by slavery. Pretty much, thank you for being smart enough and fast enough to run so that you was not caught up by slavery. Like these other dumb motherfuckers out here, these blacks have no idea, understanding of their culture or who they are and are making fun of us. Wait a minute, I had to check him and let him know, sir, it was your ancestors, okay? That sold us off to every nationality that was fucking buying for filthy lucre's sake. I don't care if when they first came, they was like, what the fuck is going on here? Once they started seeing money, 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 they was like, wait a minute, we can help you. And when they were selling us off, bro, they was not telling them, oh, we about to sell you off. They was lying to their own, lying to their own. Like, yeah, it's okay. Everything's okay. Trust them. Trust them. Just get on the boat. Just line up here. Next thing you know, you was changed, shackled, beaten, and dragged in. I told them it had nothing to do with being the fastest runner. You got to know your history, you know, and this is what they do now, divide and conquer. You know, I have a lot to say on the subject. One book I'm going to really be, uh, I wouldn't say quoting from, but because it's so well written and the resources in the book are so credible and the work cited in this book is, again, so credible. And if you're a person who's just into history or specifically black history, and you're really looking for real history. Like, really, it, it, the book is about... Hmm, the work cited page, so much work cited. But without the work cited, psh, 134 pages. Come on. Some of you are just readers. Y'all read for fun. Da-da. You get right through this book. And when I say it's a page turner and it's just so fascinating, it's stuff in here that even though it's work cited, it's going to make you fact check. And you're going to find it. And it's by a professor whose name is um, Rudolph R. Windsor. He was a professor at All Black University. I don't, I don't believe it was. Let me see. He wrote another book too. I believe it was um, The Valley of Dry Bones, and three other books. But um, it says he it says right here. He says of his book, my motive in writing is to give the true history of the Afro-Americans, which has been excluded from some textbooks. In my opinion, it's been excluded from all textbooks. There are still places where you're still going to be able to find this truth. It's actually white people who have studied stuff like this, and they actually know the truth. They have done studied this stuff whether they wanted to or not. And uh, let's say um, while they was going for their master's or something of a higher, maybe even a PhD. So there's some people who are just really read and really educated, and they know it. I've heard white people say the things that I'm getting ready to say in a little bit. But you have to be real red, real red and educated, you know, to admit it. And then you just have people that's just getting lost like they're supposed to, just lost in the sauce. Um, I want to see which butcher. I'm trying to see where the heck is. Yeah, so I want to kind of quote some of the stuff from this book. And uh, get some people to maybe be curious 
sparks enough curiosity to make you even dive deeper into it if this is something you're into or to simply get the book for yourself so um i'm gonna take a quick break and when i come back i'll share more as we put a right close to this uh black history month chapels countess all right here's an interesting fact to think about um on the planet we have human beings a human species human race and of course, we come in many shades and many colors. But in the human race, it really is minorities that make up the majority. And I'm not even just talking about black people. I mean minorities, anybody who's not of, I guess you could say, um, Caucasian descent. Which, no idea. See, that that's the other wordplay you do. You call the minority, which is the Caucasian race, the majority. And then you call the, uh, the, the minorities, which is the larger, the melanated people, you call them the minorities. This is the other wordplay that they do. And this, is, this, this makes you psychologically feel like you're inferior or you're beneath. But you have to understand, like, when it comes to the spectrum of colors in the human race, just like any color board the rainbow you have one color end and you have another color end and you would have to go from the whitest whitest lightest human being all the way down to the darkest purplest african-american or melanated human being let's take african-american i'm just say the most melanated human being okay and the only race on this planet that can produce the whitest human and the darkest human, meaning out of all the hues and shades of the human race, is the African-American male and the African-American female. And I'll prove it. Simply. Okay? And I'll say it again. The only race or the only color people who literally come from both ends of the spectrum, meaning who can literally be the whitest male and the darkest male and the whitest female and foot the spectrum of all the way down to the darkest female is the African-American male and the African-American female because the whitest African-American male or female is the albino. And I, and I don't want to say that. The person who has albinism, that's the proper term. Excuse me if you, if you have that and I said that and I offended you. Albinism. And what that simply means is they lack melanin. So they have been stripped of melanin. So they come in the first color that any human being could possibly come in pure white down to the strands of their hair stripped of melanin blonde okay and their hair and their eyes again stripped of melanin blue or super light and can look like a white person but still not be a white person because they are pale almost like some some of them could be almost like powder i don't know if you remember the movie powder right and the same thing goes down to the darkest African American male or woman, or 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 male or woman, it would be uh, African American or a human. The darkest it, it could only come from the black race, which means scientifically, all other colors came from in between, including the white race. And this is not a racist episode. This is not a a a, a black power episode. It's Black History Month, and we're simply talking about facts, genetics, things of that nature. Okay, that's that, that's just a fact. They have had um, African-American, and I think, again, only melanated people or African-American people can keep producing not only their own color, but a shade or two lighter, up to more shades lighter, okay? Two Caucasian people cannot get together and, and produce anything melanated and keep making more melanated than them. It's not going to happen. Hair color might change, eye color might change. So what that tells you, even scientifically, even in science, what it tells you, 
is that black is the origin because it's at the beginning of the darkest and, and, and lightest shade all the way down to the darkest and everything in between would have come in. Now, you, now you're talking, now, you, now you're just playing with the, it's like when you're playing with the color on your TV. Now you're just playing with the sharpness and the brightness and shit, trying to figure out which shade you want, okay, De- depending on melanin. So um, black is the origin. So now if black is the origin, now, 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 you, now you have to go back to the origin of what man? You know, and you have to go back from there. And then eventually what you will find out in a lot of history, including this book here um, and other books, is that it is not really a, a mystery as to where did the black or melanated people come from so much as where did the white man come from? Where did the, where did the where did he come from? And all we know is that he came from the Caucasus Mountains. That's why they call them Caucasian. Okay. And that those people have arrived not that long ago. And now what I mean is like, let's, let's say the word, the earth was here 500,000 years, roughly. Let's say, cause you know, somebody's going to be like, this bitch is stupid. The earth was here billions of millions of years. She is a retard. No, that's not what I said. I said, let's just, for example, hypothetically say the earth was here for 500,000 years. What I'm basically saying is, let's say the white man came around what they would say in the history of the true history, probably around 200,000 years. That's somewhere along the way that it was produced, okay? Or and, and somewhere along the way, which means what? That something melanated predated white, okay? And that's the stuff that they wouldn't want you to know for a lot of reasons, okay? It's the same reason why they put the people in slavery. They put their people in slavery because they seen they were strong and they said, we can't let these, they were strong and they were smart and they was wise. They said, we cannot let these people sit on all these golds and diamonds as strong as they are and as smart as they are. It's only a matter of time before they come over and take over this whole world and enslave them. You don't enslave a whole group of people for 300, 400 years unless they are a threat to your ass. What did we do? We couldn't have just been just black and ugly, you know? And on that note, I'm going to take a break. Chapel's going to see you in a few. Love you. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, Chopper's Corner. I'm glad to probably bust this episode down in part one, two, and three. Because, one, it's not material that should be rushed, you know? Information like this, that people are looking for, and maybe just interested in just hearing about, you know? Or maybe you know somebody who might want to hear it. It's not something you come across every day. So why rush it? You know what I'm saying? It's been lost and hidden for so long. You know what I'm saying? If you get somebody to just give you, at least to point you in the right direction. Because anything you're willing to know, any truth you have, anything, is for you to figure it out at the end of the day. It's all like we all sitting in a classroom and we all got to pass this class. If, if this is a class that you took or you attended or, hell, you don't even, you don't, sometimes you don't even want to take the damn class. It's just required for you to even get the damn degree that's going to get you to the thing to get the money, to get the job, to get the car, to get the house, to get the nigga, the bitch, you know, whatever. It's like a means to an end. But the point is we're all sitting in the class. We could all gotten to the class. We could all be here. But it's up for you to show up. It's up for you to sit there and pay attention. It's up for you to study. It's up for you to take your notes or steal somebody else's. It's up for you to get your own goddamn grades is basically what I'm saying. Okay? All people could do is inform you. And hope that you go in the direction that they pointed you in to find the stuff out. If you don't take it, what the hell you want? You know? Moving on. So, yeah, I'm going to probably have to break this down. So, like I was saying before, you cannot, anything that's not a threat to you is not, is not on your radar. You cannot have your ra- I know that the Holocaust was bad, but they ain't nothing. And I'm not saying that slavery never happened before and other races wasn't enslaved. That's not what I said. I said, you ain't going to find me another race that was Three. Oh, I'm sorry, the Hebrews. Oh, the Hebrews. And we'll talk about them in black history as well. They were a group of people that was enslaved three, four hundred years. And it was prophesied that it would happen to them again three, four hundred years. But in another nation, scattered abroad in distant lands and countries that they didn't never see before. And they would be taken in ships as it was prophesied. 
okay? But that's only other group of people. And guess what? They was melanated as well. And yes, we're talking about the people of the book because that's also history, okay? Uh, one of the things I learned in my study of history, um, not to offend anybody because it's the truth. You know, one thing about the truth, whether you like it or you don't like it, you know what I'm saying? One thing about the truth is always going to prove itself. It's like math. No matter when you're doing math, there's always an answer. There's always a constant true. Math always proves itself. Math is a very, you understand math, that's a wizard. That's them, yes, that person's a brainiac. Anybody that can bust down some damn math, boy. And I'm not just talking about some sales shit, like, oh, 50%. I'm talking about something, bust down some math. Oh, you got that. You know what I'm saying? Once you could solve that, it is what it is. Now, I'm saying all that to say this, like, in my surf, in my life, like, my whole life, I want to want the truth of all things. You know what I'm saying? Not, not just, like, philosophy, but the truth. Like, does God is this, you know, even by leaving the Bible and God say himself, prove it. Prove me. Like, search me out. Search me out. Try me out. You know what I'm saying? Search me in the scriptures. Search me wherever. Try me. You know, he don't ever tell you, just come take me, accept me, and just lay down or get down and lay down. He don't tell you that. Everybody got a choice. Even the angels got a choice. But try to prove all things. And your entire life, prove all things. Look for truth. That's the best thing you can do for yourself. And when it comes down to history, you can find the truth. And one of the things I found out, one of the best things I found out, honestly, in the eye-opener and changed my entire life, is that the Bible did not re- I, I, was, I was trying to prove Jesus. I, I, I swear, I already knew this. I was already grown. But I, I said, now let's prove things because that's what I said. I'm meaning like, what's people's arguments against it? What's people's arguments for it? Now let me read for myself and make a decision. And not only that, dig deeper into history and dig deeper into like Josephus. Um, Dig deeper into like the book of Jack. Dig, read your butt off and come to the conclusion. And I said, oh my God, what the hell did they do here? And I come to find out, do you know that the Bible isn't just some mystical book that was written. The Bible is a history book. The Bible is a history book. It is a history book. Once you start reading the book like you're supposed to read it and you stop jumping from scripture to scripture and you start reading it like you're supposed to read it, you start to realize before, I'm going to even tell you the scientist or the person or the white man in science that came along around the Copernicus age and all of that, who started to give names for people like white, black, African-American, Caucasian. Before that, there was no such thing as white or black or Hispanic or whatever. You were called by where you were from, your nationality or your tribe. And your tribe was usually descended from somebody who was before you. And we'll talk about that as well. Okay? So, like, um, I'll give you an example. All right, so here in the, um, from Avalon to Tim book two by Rudolf R. Windsor on page 15, he talks about the Ethiopian, but he's specifically talking about the Bible and specific names. He says, the people who resided in the lower part of the Tigris Euphrates River were Ethiopian, black in complexion, because he's talking about in Genesis where it talks about the four rivers that ran through the Garden of Eden. Okay, and it says here, we read in Genesis 10, 8, that Cush begot Nimrod. He said the word Cush means Ethiopia, okay? And Cush was the father of the Ethiopians, okay? Now, you have to understand, it, 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 it to be, back in those days, you wasn't black, but Cush does mean Ethiopia because Cush founded Ethiopia. That's why Ethiopians are so dark to this day, all right? And Cush begot Nimrod, which means that Nimrod was also of that complexion. But what I really want to say here is that back then in those days, if you was, if you was descended from Cush, in the land of Ethiopia, you wasn't called black. You was called a Cushite. 
You understand what I'm saying? He was called a Cushite or you or, or certain people's called Hamites or whatever. That's what you was called or or when you called the uh, Philistines. These people wasn't you wasn't a color. You was of either a bloodline or you was either of a region. And that's how you got your names and stuff like that. So everything um, concerning the first history of the world had nothing to do with complexion so much as to do with region and bloodline. And same thing happened with the Bible here. So that's what he was trying to show us as far as um, in this first chapter where he's trying to show you not just the Bible he talks about. He talks about uh, black people in every part of civilization down to the Moors being black. You understand what I'm saying? He talks about the first Arab black Jews. He talks about the Arabs, which also descended as um, black people. Okay, the, the Arabs history is also in the Bible. They're not bugging. You know what I'm saying? It's a history book. The way they read the book like a history book and they be trying to fight over the land because they are they say they are descendants of Abraham. Um, I mean, of Jacob, of Isaac, excuse me, Isaac, no, Jacob, the descendant of, of Jacob, it was Ishmael, who was the brother of Isaac. Isaac was the, the leader of who ended up becoming the 12 tribes, who ended up bringing forth the Messiah, who later on started the line of the Christians. But then you had the um, Arabs, who was the descendants of Jacob's first son, Ishmael. And they didn't get the promise because it was a promise put on them because the Messiah was supposed to come forth to save mankind. They didn't get the promise, but they still got another promise put on them. And that's how they become the, the great nation that they became was the Arabs. But the Arabs eventually went down the wrong line, okay? I'm just going to be honest with you. That's how it happens in history. But that's why to this date, if you go over there, you know what they call them over there? Sand niggas. They call them sand niggas. Or, or sometimes they call them cushy. Because they dark. And it doesn't mean that they Ethiopian. It's just if you over there in the Middle East region and you dark or you look like me or dark and they're going to call you cushy. Because back in the day, they wasn't talking about... And that means because you're from probably the region of Ethiopia where they dark at. So if you follow your history, because I can't tell you all the names to break it down, you start to read the Bible and you realize the names wasn't necessarily so much names so much as it was um, bloodlines and regions of where the people was. And that's how you start to figure out, well, where were they? Okay? And you start to realize that, first of all, by Genesis, if you're talking about the, 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 the first uh, four rivers was running through uh, these gardens here and you're talking about Cush which literally if you if you look at all these people and they, and they all is related they was a they was a, you have to understand that there's nothing that civilization on that side especially because let me tell you something else that's gonna blow your mind the term Middle East is a, such a derogatory term. People in the Middle East heard that term. Because to say the term Middle East, again, you got to remember, these terms are coming from people who are white Eurocentric. To say some, that something is in the Middle East is to say that it, it, what it is is a position, the middle to the east. It is, it is to the east or to the middle of the east of the, of the country of Europe, of the U.K., which, you know, they considered on the map at that time of exploration, they considered themselves the center because Europe, Spain, they was the ones that were sitting down all these ships. Portuguese, all of them. So when they was talking about this area, they just say to the Middle West. But we all know ain't but seven continents on this globe. So you got to ask yourself, well, if the Middle East is not a country, and we know we're talking about Iraq, Iran, Israel, we know we're talking about all these places, right? Then exactly what continent is the Middle East in? Okay, what continent is the Middle East in? If there's seven continents on the globe, and Middle East is not a continent, what continent are they in? They're not European. They're certainly not supposedly in the African continent, right? They're not in South America. They're not in North America, right? So where are they? You know that the Middle East is technically located in the continent of Asia. The Middle East or Iran, Iraq is located in Asia. Go to your map. Go to your Google Maps. 
locate which continent to put in what continent isn't it some people are going to tell you it's western asia eastern asia or southern asia because asia is a very extremely large continent with several countries in it but you got to remember also in asia is countries like india right Pakistan, right? Then you got your China, you got your Vietnam, you got all oh, so many countries over there. Vietnam, you got Korea, you got so many countries in the continent of Asia. But guess what? All those people are what melanated, right? So how in the hell would they have not been melanated? And the closer you get to the Middle East, which is closer to Africa or Southern, yeah, or what do you call it, Western Asia, uh, which is where they're supposed to be located, no Middle East to Africa, you're getting darker. Like I told you, they call the Arabs over there sand niggers when they over there fighting for the land. So derogatory, so you, you thought you'd be good. And they call them Kushite. As a matter of fact, they get just as many derogatory terms as the African-American does here. When child comes, going, I'll tell you one thing. As I'm doing this episode, I'm trying to get this stuff together for you. The devil is busy on tonight. Anytime I'm running around here talking truth anyway, it's always like that. You, you never notice that when you're doing something, you talk something important, or you're ready, getting ready to do something that you should do, that you know is probably good for you or healthy for you. Something happens and gets or distracts you. I don't care if you say you're going to read the word of God. I don't care if you say you're going to go to the gym. I don't care what it is. Something always comes up. There's, there's days where you're just lazy. But then there's days where you're really trying to do something. You just keep trying to do something and something happens. And then you get back on track. Anytime, anytime I notice that I'm doing something like this, especially on my other podcast, my Godly podcast, and I'm hitting. When I tell you I'm smacking the devil in the head, I'm stomping his damn head off. I tell you, every time I try, something happened. The phone going to call. Something going to happen. It gets cold. I get hungry. Anything to just make me be like, let me stop for a sec. Let me do this. You know how many times uh, the phone done rang and I got interrupted during this podcast? I am determined to keep going. Okay. My child hasn't even hollered because he's light. He's light. He is light. He's not going to holler because what's happening, what's going on right now is, is, is of light. It's of truth. It's of light. He's not, he ain't hollering. The Lord know the him. Okay? He don't fuss at all anyway. But whatever other energy is out here and it's, and it's, it's pushing 3 o'clock, that ungodly hour, it don't like what I'm talking about because it keep on interrupting. It's using somebody to keep calling me to interrupt me. And they ain't even talking about nothing bad. They just calling. You know, and it's trying to get me frustrated, so I stop, but it's not going to happen. Although I already could see that's going to be a part two and a part three, because I don't try to rush stuff like this. As a matter of fact, if you're dying to know, and you really want the full episode, and I'm not saying this to plug myself, I will direct you exactly where to go. Because when I did the episode, I busted wide open, and this is on the other podcast. Which is entitled, Who's on the Lord's Side? Who's with a S on the Lord's Side? Okay. Oh, I haven't even been here in a while, man. <laughs> it is, look like loose leaf paper. Like um, high school loose leaf paper or school loose leaf paper. That's me. It says, by the prisoner of the Lord. Now, if you go down. I'm trying to see which episode it was. See all episodes. Choo, 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 choo. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm still here. Uh, well, damn. I did a lot of episodes. Oh, I gotta get back here. Whew. Child. Oh, the origin of the white race. <laughs> I did one called the origin of the white race. I really broke that down. And again, this is not racism. This is not about racism. It's about just what happened. Um... Let me see. What happened? What else did I do? The history of ancient black races, including the Hebrews. That's two episodes. The history of ancient black races, 
ancient black races, all black races, the Moors, uh, the Mesopotamians, they was black. Uh, the first Greeks, they was black. Black, black, black across the board. Um, and then I did the episode about uh, the white race because I was trying to, after I did more research, trying to tie in with resources where they came into play, where they came from. Okay, even he talks about it in the book from Babylon to Timbuktu. That is the uh, that is the mystery. You know, it, it as as also, although it has been flipped to make you feel like minorities, especially the darkest ones of them all, black, the blacks, okay, uh, is, 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 is the ones that is a mystery that don't know where or, you know, are missing, no, okay, and then the so-called Jews of today, which, again, this is not anti-Semitism because there is nothing wrong with the Jewish faith as far as I'm concerned, it's, it is the actual true uh, religion of the people of the book, Okay, I just feel like the identity of the so-called people of the day is not aligned with the true identity or coloring of the true people of the book. Okay, and I feel like, or what it's not. I feel like what has happened is, is it has been um identity theft, a lot of identity theft. Okay, and the other thing is the question that I have for the real Jews of the day is, you know, in y'all Old Testament, because I have, I have y'all Tanakh, I have y'all Torah. Do not play with me the same way I have the Muslim people Quran. I played it. Do not play with me. I know I was fighting fire dragons and demons when I was on the YouTube, and people was coming for me in my book. Oh, some they're home. See, I gotta come back. Part two, y'all. Love y'all.